When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Welcome to Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Joining me now, he's from CBS Sports. Sirius XM College Football Radio. It's Barrett Salee at Barrett Salee on Twitter. Hey, buddy. What's up, Ben? How are you? It's been a while, man. How are you? I'm good. Oh, man. Just in, uh, enjoying the summer, going to Braves games, doing the dad thing. I know you're doing it as well. So, uh, hey, we're getting old. This is what old guys do, right? Yes, this is what we do. Um, I'm kind of worried about the Braves playing really badly against crap teams. Yeah, but they're playing really good against well, no, they're playing great, good against crap teams. They beat the Mets, right? Oh, oh, not even a minute in, and you got a Mets dig in. boy. I mean, you know, it's, it's the truth. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's true. It can't, be, it can't be argued. I feel like Mets fans feel like we Braves fans used to feel with the Dodgers. You know, we're inevitable. We're never going to beat them. Oh, I went back, and this was a, a bad idea on my part, but I went back and watched the 2020 NLCS, the one that was in the bubble. Oh, man. And holy crap, I forgot how heartbreaking that was. Because the Braves were the best team in baseball. I still contend yes, they were. that the Braves, it, what year was it? 2010, when Chipper Torres ACL and Martin Prado got hurt. I mean, everybody got hurt. Billy Wagner got hurt. And yes. the Brooks Conrad, yes. I was at that playoff game. That game happened. That was also when the Braves were the best team in baseball. But we got us a championship, Barrett, so we can't complain too much. That's right. That's right. Uh, we, we complained a lot before then. Yeah. Though, but yeah, now we're all good. So this summer, how are you keeping busy talking about some SEC football coming up? I mean, I think we're within 100 days. What's your hottest SEC take right now? Ooh, my hottest Hot. SEC take. Hot. Uh, Texas A&M will finish last in the division for the second straight season. That's hot. The Jimbo-Bobby Petrino marriage has great disaster potential. Oh, I mean, it's it's got train wreck written all over it. Uh, it really, it's. I don't know how much access they're going to do. You know, all these teams they put stuff on YouTube, right? It's not, you know, they they talk about in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 access with like mics on on coaches and players. By and large, that stuff's kind of owned by the schools. I wonder how how many views a Texas A&M Bobby Petrino Jimbo Fisher YouTube series would game. I mean, that would be I'd watch. hilarious. Yeah, I would watch. 
And if Jimbo didn't slip in some like motorcycle jokes, then he's just doing it wrong. But I don't think Jimbo has a very no, good I mean, sense of humor anymore. I think, yeah, he doesn't. But I think you absolutely have to do that. Yeah. I mean, there, there would, but there, there would be so much blowback within Texas A&M's athletic department. It would be quite, quite, it would be hilarious. Now, I would not want to cross Ross Bjork because he is the one athletic director that can do some damage in a fist fight. He is kind of like compact too, you know. Like he feels like he could yeah. pack a punch. He doesn't have a lot of length, but man, if he lands one, you're going down. All he needs is one. All right, if you got Texas saying him last, where do you have Ole Miss? So I've kind of gone back and forth with Ole Miss, um, and really Ole Miss and Arkansas, because I think LSU and Alabama will be one and two. I think LSU will be one, Alabama will be two. Could be wrong, whatever. Um, I, I think I kind of go back and forth with LSU, I mean, with Ole Miss and Arkansas, because. I just think Arkansas's offense is going to be so good. Uh, and kind of like, it's, it's almost the exact same blueprint as, as Ole Miss, right? Arkansas's offense is going to be awesome. Arkansas's defense just has to be average. Um, they were so far below average last year. They were the worst pass defense in the country. Um, so you don't have to be much better to, to make a huge difference. And I think Ole Miss is kind of in the same situation. And, but defensively, they were pretty darn good in some areas, not so good in others. Down the stretch, I think all hell broke loose for, you know, I think the Lane-Auburn reason. Um, there probably were others too, but uh, right now I'd probably have Ole Miss fourth behind Arkansas. You could ask me at the end of this interview, and I might have changed my mind already. What makes you bullish about Ole Miss next year, and what makes you skeptical? Uh, bullish, uh, just, I mean, look at the offense, look at the depth chart, you know, wide receivers coming in, you know, best running back. We joked, you and I joked about this on my Sirius XM show on Sunday morning. Uh, Lane said that the, the biggest free agent acquisition anybody made in the country last off season was Quinchon Jones coming back to Ole Miss. Uh, so you have to, you have to look at that with, you know, that's what he likes the, founda- the foundation of his offense to be. And, you know, quarterback hunger games that he created. Uh, in, in Oxford, you know, it's like everything, everything he's done offensively is, is the right way to go about it. And, you know, I'll take it even a step further. I think Lane more than any other coach, and maybe he was even the only coach who recognized after last season that the first transfer portal window is the one where you have to do all your damage. And, and he did it in a way that I think a lot of other coaches are going to try to replicate. Um, so I think that's, that's the most interesting part of this because I think it shows that Lane is much more cerebral and can control a program and has control of a program much more than maybe outsiders recognize. Like I recognize, I think Lane does a great job, but um, I think people will look at how he handled that Ole Miss program over the last year and say, okay, that dude's got the blueprint now. Didn't expect it to come from Oxford. Didn't expect it to come from Lane, but he, he nailed it. What do you think about Pete Golding and the marriage there with Ole Miss and the fit with Lane and coming over out from under Nick Saban's shadow at Alabama, taking over at Ole Miss? Do you think that is a big swing? Yeah, I mean, he can be slightly above average. I think he can be much better than slightly above average, but he can he can get to that point, and, um, and Ole Miss will be fine. And I think I kind of drew this comparison a few weeks ago on, on Sunday on my Sunday morning show that Pete Golding at Alabama was comparable to Mike Bobo the first go-round at Georgia. Mm. Like, Alabama fans hated him, but they really couldn't point out why, right? Like, they, they know he wasn't elite, 
but they didn't know why he why they thought he was terrible because he wasn't he wasn't elite but he wasn't terrible and i think that was just a sign that he wore out his welcome which you know that happens it's fine um i think at Ole miss you know he's not going to have the talent that he had at, at, at alabama nobody will but i think he's good enough to from a from an overall perspective get that defense where it needs to be for Ole miss to be competitive in the division i think they're going to lose to alabama they got road trips to Alabama and Georgia. I think they're going to lose to Alabama, but Barrett, for the life of me, I can't come up with the dudes on Alabama, like Alabama skill players that are dudes. There aren't that many. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the thing, and that's why I think um, a lot of people will be will be picking LSU in Nashville when we get there in about a month, um, because there, there are no dudes. I mean, Roydale Williams, Jace McClellan, okay. I mean, they're above average. They're 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 good. But are they centerpieces? No. Does Alabama have a centerpiece at wide receiver? No. That's been the case for the last couple of years. Or at least since, I guess, I guess the past year, since Jamison left. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know either. I don't know where that guy is. And I think that's really concerning because you look around everywhere else in the SEC, at least among the contenders, there is a playmaker. Not only at quarterback, but – at other positions too, and Alabama doesn't have that. But are we still barreling towards Georgia just winning its third straight? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, dang it. Um, and even even though um, you know, even though they have some significant roster turnover, uh, that is that's comparable to say to say LSU is not going to get the job done is like saying that Alabama in two thousand fifteen wouldn't get the job done, right? Like two thousand sixteen, Alabama won't get the job. Like it's they're just, they're so much better. There's so much more talent on that roster. It's just, it, it doesn't affect them. Like it just doesn't because they have so many dudes and they don't really need to go get transfer players except in specific key spots. And they did that at wide receiver this year. So um, they thought they solved the problem. They fixed the glitch. So, yeah, I mean, I think, the gap between Georgia and everybody else in the SEC is, is pretty significant. And I think that's why, you know, Georgia's on the brink of the dynasty. It's why the Alabama dynasty is dead. And it's why the Clemson's dynasty is dead. And a lot of others, just Georgia's that much better. Is there a team out there that you think really could give them a test and knock them off the perch? Yeah. It's Ohio state. Yeah. hundred percent Ohio state. Um, you know, I, I actually talked about playing the golf tournament uh, for six eighty the fan uh, on Friday. And nice. I talked to a lot of Georgia fans and they were like, look, Georgia or Ohio State, A, that was the national championship game. I think we all know that, which essentially yes. it was. But then B, was there really a difference between those two teams? No. I mean, no, there wasn't. Um, and you throw in now, um, you know, a, a more even more experienced running back group that's, as long as it stays healthy, is I think the second best in the country and the best wide receiving core. <laughs> How do you stop that? So, yeah, I mean, I think it, of all the teams that can, it's, it's Georgia. And I think a lot of people will pick Georgia to uh, – or will pick Ohio State to beat Georgia. I think that's, that's just where the landscape of the season has evolved. And, and I'd be shocked if you don't see those two uh, in the college football playoff. And depending on, you know, how, how they do, what kind of luck they get, whatever, then they, they will – play each other in the national championship game. Because like I said, I mean, think about what Georgia did at TCU. Ohio State would have done the exact same thing. 
like the exact same thing. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Which team in the SEC do you think has real sleeper potential? Oh, sleeper potential. I, South Carolina? Yeah. Maybe because because uh, Marcus Satterfield isn't there. You know, the addition by subtraction, plain and simple, at, at offensive coordinator. They're going to give Spencer Rattler more of a, of a responsibility. They didn't do that until the South Carolina game last year. And look what happened. He became the guy that – a lot of people thought he would be when he signed with Oklahoma. Um, they've, they've developed wide receivers, you know, across the board. Uh, Juice Wells being, being one of them. They got Trey Knox from Arkansas. I don't think people realize. They got one of the best tight ends in the country in the transfer portal. Uh, they've got some issues to fix, uh, to fix on the defensive side. But, you know, I think if, I, I look at it this way. Um, if you're going to upset – if you're going to beat Georgia in the division, all you've got to do is upset Georgia. And then at that point, you have a game and a half lead. Am I going to pick South Carolina to beat Georgia? No. Could I see it happening? Okay, yeah, maybe I could because they've got one of, if not the best quarterback in the, in the, in the conference. So I'd say it's probably South Carolina. And if not, um, you know, if, if they aren't going to win the division, which they probably won't, could they be this year's version of Tennessee or at least somewhat close to it? Yeah, maybe. When you think about Jackson Dart as potentially the starting quarterback over Spencer Sanders, over Walker Howard, more optimism, less optimism. Like, what do you think of Jackson Dart leading Ole Miss? 
I think he's fine. You know, I think having another year in the system, especially with the the knowledge that he has to fight 24-7, 365 uh, to win the job in the offseason, and, you know, that's going to help him a lot. I know, you know, there's been some injuries here and there, and that has, you know, maybe they weren't fighting with a specific person every single day, but he knew he had to impress the coaches in a way that was much different than, than last year because everybody knew he was going to be the starter. Um, I think he definitely has what it takes. He's got to stay healthy. We know what Lane likes to do with his quarterbacks. He wants to run them, you know, 10, 15 times a game. He does not want to do what he did with Matt Corral a couple times and run him 30 or 45 times. Uh, but I think Jackson will be fine. Um, does he have the upside yeah. that maybe a lot of us thought when he signed with USC? I, probably not, but he's still very, very good. So if, if he wins the job, and I think he will, um, I expect him to take a pretty significant step forward and uh, not only be effective, but if, as long as he eliminates those mistakes, he's fully capable of getting uh, Ole Miss into the SEC West race, especially this year um, when, like we talked about earlier, there really are no old, you know, playmakers on Alabama's roster that you're scared of. If Ole Miss is going to get on the top end of their win-loss number, nine, ten wins, he has to take a step, but I can't identify what that step would be for him because he's not going to take the year two step under Kiffin that Matt Corral did. That was next level record breaking. I mean, I guess he could, but I'm trying to figure out what is the next step in your opinion for him? Well, I think it's more control of the offense. I think I felt at times, you know, especially early, he kind of was, I wouldn't say all over the place. He just, he didn't, he didn't feel comfortable. I don't know if he wasn't comfortable. It just didn't feel like he was comfortable. Um, but, I mean, you look at some of his best games, I mean, he didn't make mistakes. Like, he didn't make a ton of mistakes, especially late. Um, so, a step forward, I guess. I mean, you're, you're asking me something that I think is, is almost impossible to predict. I think maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit better in the rushing attack. But he was still really good there, too, right? So, if you don't have Zach Evans to sort of be the 1B, can Jackson be that guy alongside Judkins? Maybe. I mean, I, I think that, you know, you look at, at how, um, how Lane treated Matt Corral. He did give him more responsibility in the running game. He does not need to run 25, 30 times a game. But I guess maybe that would be where, where he needs to take a step forward. So is Georgia winning the SEC in 2023? That's what's going to happen according to Barrett Salee. Yes, 100%. And LSU finishes no second. No doubt in my mind. Okay. No doubt in your mind, you say. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how they could be beat. I, I unless there are multiple catastrophic injuries, and I'm talking like not plural, like multiply per plural, like <laughs> not one, not two, not three. Like we're talking double digits. You're doing you're doing and, the LeBron thing in Miami. Team. You know, not one, not two, not three. Yeah. All right. So uh, what do you got going right now? How can people read your stuff? Listen to you? All that kind of good stuff. Yeah, we've got position grouping stories coming out basically every day this week, and uh, we'll have win total predictions, optimism, pessimistic, realistic type things next week. And uh, yeah, just download the CBS Sports app, watch CBS Sports HQ, uh, listen to SiriusXM on uh, Sunday mornings. We got a got a chance to chat with you uh, on Sunday, which was uh, which was always nice, previewing the Ole Miss Rebels. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on all the social media sites that bears to leave it, not Twitter, because Twitter's a mean, evil place. It's terrible. It's a terrible place. It's a cesspool. I'm sorry for the connectivity issues when I was talking to you. Your guy hits me up, says, hey, will you join Baird? I'm like, yes, it's Baird. I'll do it. I was at the beach, man. I did my best. You should not have called in. 
Like that's more important. The beach is more important. I don't know, man. Catching up with my buddy Barrett about some SEC football. That's pretty There's, dope. You got you got to do the off season right, Ben. You, yeah. I mean, you, you shouldn't be talking to me. You got to do the off season right. Is Quinshawn Judkins a sleeper Heisman candidate, legitimately? See, I no, and this is not a, a, a slight against him. He's just not a quarterback. I mean, look, I love him. He he absolutely can be considered and, and might be considered the top running back in the country. He's just not a quarterback. And if Ole Miss is going to be successful, yeah, Quinshawn's got to be a stud, but so does Jackson Dart. And if those things are equal, like let's just say – Quinshawn is is a more important piece of that offense, but Jackson still is relatively important. Quinshawn isn't getting the votes. It's just it's just realistic. Well, thanks for throwing uh, cold water on that. I needed that to be honest with you because I was trying to talk myself into it. Again, it's June. It's the summer, right? So I was saying, you, you know, you got plenty of time to change your opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's Barrett Slee at Barrett Slee on Twitter. He don't want you to follow him there. He wants you to follow him at SiriusXM and CBS. Thank you, my friend. You're the best. I appreciate you. Thanks, Ben. Talk to you soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.